skin and blister. We're two sisters. Supporting each other from across the pond. Welcome to Skin and Blister, freezing edition. <laughs> Calda, you are looking very festive in your woolly hat. And I'm blanket. very cold. And how are you today? Good, good, but very cold. I'm in a giant Why are blanket. you so cold? Tell us. I am in... Where are you? I'm in upstate New York at the mothership itself. Um, <laughs> and I'm in my room here and it is it's no longer my mothership. <laughs> it's no longer your mothership. Did they forget uh, to stoke the furnace with some... I'm logs. not sure what is going on. Oh, you know, there's a wood chip burner now. That's cool. For the heating. I've heard it's like a really efficient uh, way. So no more hauling wood. Not for that. I've heard it's like a really efficient way to heat places. It's not that efficient if you're wearing a... <laughs> uh, it keeps going me? in and out. It's a bit bit nuts um but yeah so it went for a walk already this morning and it was so cold but with my goose down jacket i can handle it uh what tell us about your weekend well i have had a very relaxing weekend thank you i've started a puzzle so that's fun i have a question I'm actually almost done. Can I ask you about the puzzle? <laughs> um, so okay, when okay. I, I always do a thousand piece ones too. So when you're doing them, do you get like obsessed and just ignore the rest of life and until it's like done? Because that's what happens to me. I get completely obsessed. Then I don't... By the time I come out of this like puzzle-induced haze, um, I'm dehydrated have to pee really bad and uh, haven't had anything to eat for like six hours or I stay up till 3 a.m. Does that happen to you? Yeah, I think I get in a like strange mindset because I was doing the puzzle till fairly late last night and then I couldn't sleep. So I think my brain was on like puzzle mode because when I'm I have this thing, and maybe you have some advice for me, but I have this thing where when Uh I can't sleep, my brain just, like, goes round and round trying to solve problems. Some of the problems are really quite basic, but at that time of night, I think it, like, I can't, like, switch Mm -hmm. off. It's It's not like I'm worried about the problems. It's just, like, my brain is like, no, we gotta solve this, and then it just goes round and round trying to solve it. Um... But there isn't any solution, if that makes sense. What do you do when you can't sleep at night? Yeah, um, I have a few different things. Uh, I'm very fortunate in that, unlike most people, I can usually sleep really easily, but occasionally I can't. And so um, I often put on meditation music. Uh, I have Alexa in my room. And I just, so that I don't have to look at a screen to put it on, I can just say, like, play meditation music for 30 minutes. Because I'm afraid if I look at a screen, it'll wake me up more 
Um, does that make sense? It does, um, but not to get too personal. Don't you sleep in the bed with someone else? Yeah, but... And what do they think of they the like meditation it. music? I'll also sometimes listen to, like... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's too late for that. Um, it's also sometimes... That would, I don't know if I would like that if some I was trying to sleep at three in the morning someone was like turn on Alexa oh wait let me do your accent Alexa turn on meditation music first a couple things one you made a terrible copy of my accent a couple things <laughs> that was that is not my accent and two um that is not my accent (laughs) two um uh i don't know yeah i guess it could be annoying but it's better than like tossing and turning all night no i mean i don't toss and turn i just lie there on my back staring at the ceiling that sounds awful Okay, the other thing I haven't been known to do is play a really boring audiobook. So, like, find the most, like, boring narrator, boring audiobook possible, set a sleep timer on it, and put it on. You should try this. It works really well. But I guess with that, you're doing that into headphones. No, no. Just out loud. (laughs) You're outrageous. I'm not outrageous. What in the world? I'm just a princess. (laughs) Does your partner do that? No, he uses headphones. What is wrong with you? That is so rude. The other thing I usually... Well, what I usually do if I'm thinking that I'm not going to go to sleep is I, I come in... I go into a different room and read. But then I just... Like, I just don't fall asleep. I just read for hours and hours and get very cold. Yeah, that doesn't sound ideal. Just do what I do. It works really well. (laughs) If you don't have to be considerate of anyone else. First of all, I don't have an Alexa. Well, you... I don't have an Alexa because we used to have one, but then it would just go on by itself, so I threw it out the window. <laughs> Sorry, Greg, I know you gave it to me. Oh, did you actually throw it out the window? Yes, but I did very gently, so it didn't break or anything. But its I don't like it when it listens to me. In gentle I, rage. I was watching this program about pets. This, Yeah, gentle rage. Anyway, I was watching this program, and the they um, the parrot, you know, parrots can talk, and the parrot would just um, go on Alexa and order strawberries because it was like, no way strawberries. So then the shopping would list would be like nine. Read the shopping list. Nineteen items. First item: strawberries. <laughs> strawberries. <laughs> no way. That is so, <laughs> so clever. Wow, that, that's super clever. Yeah, it is. Do you want to tell us the highlights of um, your weekend so far? Because I believe you're on the commune with our parents, visiting our parents. That is an is that accurate right? portrayal. Right? Um, yeah, I mean, it's been great so far. I've 
been very cozy. I've been leaning into the coziness um, because it's very cold here, as you know. Um, although we tried to go ice skating yesterday and um, the ice wasn't frozen enough. It wasn't on the lake, don't worry. That would have been a nightmare. Um, but it was on this little rink, a uh, hockey rink they have. And um, we were skating, me and the brothers. And uh, the as, as you saw someone skate, you could see the ice just like bending under them. And it was like cracking all around. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was like water everywhere and like big cracks yeah. it was quite quite dramatic so I did skate for a little bit but it was a little bit nerve wracking it, it's not very deep but I just didn't want to get all wet though if I got stuck and fell in yeah because was there water on uh, top of the ice kind of some some places and then they were running water in to kind of fill it up so that didn't help the situation. Oh, oh! It was a cool. It's a cool rink. It's like a hockey sized, and there's like a little skate house and stuff. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, we've been going for hikes in the cold, and that's quite nice. It's quite brisk. Um, and oh, what else? Have, oh, I've been cooking a lot. Do you do this here? Whenever I go um, spend time with family, I just want to cook all the time. Mm, no, no, I don't really do it that. It gives me, like, this socially acceptable no. hobby so that I don't get... It's, like, my way of not getting overwhelmed. Because if you have, like, your own hobby thing, it's less overwhelming. So I just, uh, I just sit in the kitchen and cook massive meals. It's really fun. But, okay, this is a good, this is, I want to explore this a little more. So I think what you sometimes do, and correct me if I'm wrong or right, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> correct you if you're right. Is, um, I think what you generally do is you buy ingredients. Is that is right? What? So I flew, so I couldn't, like, just buy ingredients on the way. Um, but on Saturday morning... We wanted to go on a secret mission to get our parents a cat. Because we think they'll really like a cat, um, especially Mamwa. Um, but we know that, like, we have to do it secretly. So off we trotted, uh, the, the little brothers and I. And I call them little brothers, but one of them's six foot six. But anyways... You get the idea. Um, and, yeah, really yeah, tall. really tall. They're like it's quite funny because, like, people will be like, what are you up to? And you're just, like, going on a secret mission. And they're just like, okay, see you later. <laughs> it's like you'd think they'd, like... And you have to borrow one of their well, cars Well, one of the brothers had one. So, the little bro. Yeah. So, okay. off we trot down to Woodstock and to the animal shelter and we walked in and we were you know in North Carolina you can just walk in and like adopt but apparently here that is not the same so we walked in 
said we want to adopt a cat and okay. they were like yeah. oh you have to fill out an application get approved have like a half hour conversation on the phone um it takes several days and then you have to make an appointment to come back and i was like oh well i guess that was not happening this weekend so then we're in this like awkward position of like well, we went to, all mysteriously went on a secret mission, right? And we can't come back empty-handed. <laughs> so then we did see a cat in the roaming around outside because it was quite weird. The animal shelter was the same spot as the transfer station, which is like the dump. Isn't that weird? So strange. Um, so there's weird. this cat. No. Oh, it's so yeah. Sad so then the there's animals. this cat, like just hanging out in one of the dump trucks, um, one of the trash trucks. And Rob and our little brother was like, "Let's just get that one." And I was like, "No, that's probably their like personal dump pet." <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, we were like, okay, I guess our mission has failed for now. Um, And then I was like, well, let's go to, like, let's at least go get some nice groceries so that we don't come back and just have nothing to show for our whole secret mission. So, we went to, like, downtown Woodstock, which is, like, really cool. It's, like, a very hipster hippie town obviously it makes sense seeing as it has quite the history of that um but like we went to this market like Mm. this natural foods market it was so expensive it was insane um I yeah. knew you were going to say that how much was it well like, like some examples for instance I got like a tiny piece of salmon and it was like $12. And then like, uh, what else wow. did I get? Uh, oh, the beer. Yeah, I did Avocados. get avocados. Those weren't too bad is. actually, they're $1.25. Um, and then I got a case That's of beer fair, and it was like $25, yeah. but it was like a 15 pack, I guess. Um, but yeah, so we just like bought all this random stuff. <laughs> Where did you get a 15 pack of beer? I know we have quite a large family, but that seems excessive. That's like five beers each. Uh, no, because there were like, how many adults? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven adults. That's not excessive. That's like two each. No, it's not. Fifteen. Seven into... It's three Seven and a half. into fifteen. Anyway, keep going. Oh, fifteen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you got... Okay, yeah. No, it was okay, $25. Anyways, yeah. uh, I think you need to brush up on your math skills. I thought... I got confused. With anyway, $100 anyway. later um, for a few things. Off we trot. And there's this coffee shop, so I decided let's go get some coffee and treat the little brothers to some 
nice coffee shop coffee and uh, they both got croissants and those were five dollars each which is insane and then, <laughs> and they were like small yes. they were small nice. croissants and then uh, there was a wine store next door so I went and got some uh, have you ever had de- white dessert wine it's like port but it's white it's really interesting I don't know so know. it tasted like I don't yeah it's really is sweet it really and sweet? thick you're only supposed to drink like a tiny amount like two ounces but it's a digestif well I've never had never had I've that, had like port think. plenty but I haven't had a white one before it's really interesting it kind of tasted like golden raisins or something like very sweet and thick um, oh, I have had but, a wine that tasted like raisins. Interesting. Um, no, that's cool. So, so I'm guessing, I'm guessing if you bought the ingredients, then it would make sense for me if I bought the ingredients mm-hmm. to cook. But when I, like, for example, if I'm there, I have no, like, I did do a bit of cooking just because I had to because <laughs> they didn't make me food. So I had to do some cooking, but there was like, it was so hard to find ingredients and like spices and yeah. So uh, that was my problem when I was there. It was like hard to find any ingredients because they have, what they do is they have like a a place where all the ingredients are, right? They have like a fridge Mm -hmm. where all the milk is and they have this massive bin for 300 people, imagine a massive bin of flour and you have to go and like yeah your little container is that accurate how do they get like the food um, they basically have like a, a market day so um if they're gonna be having yeah on saturday on mornings saturdays you go to market trot 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 with your little basket and they put out like certain ingredients and so basically it's the same ingredients like vegetables and meat per each family, um, but then it's up to you. Yeah, there's. Like yeah, but it's up to you, like what you make with it. So, um, that like on Saturday there were sausages out, which I was planning to make a big curry, so that was a little bit um, difficult. So. Uh, Luckily, yeah, you can't make no, a curry out of sausages. No, I don't, I don't think it would be very good. So then, um, luckily, the mamwa had some steak in the freezer, and it was really interesting. It was a cut I had never heard of, called Terrace Major Steak, and I didn't know what to do with it because I'd never used it before. Um, but I looked it up, and it was like. A really sought after like shoulder cut that's like quite quite rare yeah yeah they grow on their own beef so there. like yeah that's so it's quite like a special cut to have and and mom was like oh just use this and I felt like so bad using it for curry I was like because you can just use like any meat for curry beef, but yeah I was hoping chicken it's really good I was hoping like to have chicken, chicken. but um, 
but I, I haven't made curry with beef before, but you can. Um, so basically I made the curry and then I like, I, uh, roast, sorry, sauteed. What? I can't talk right now. Um, but I seared the steak and then cut it into pieces and mixed it into the curry. Um, okay. it's really good. Oh my gosh. The meat here is like next level. It's amazing. Cause it's all like home. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> all I ever get there is slices of tomatoes. <laughs> well, I bet their tomatoes are quite good. They're not. Oh, they're yeah. hydroponically grown. So they just taste like water. <laughs> <laughs> Except in summer. Saz has a amazing. diet of water here. Yeah, spinach and sliced tomato. It's funny because every time I go there, they like apologize to me about the like not making me any food, and I'm like, okay, but next time you can just make the food. I wonder what happens if guests visit that are vegan, or like, there's loads of like. Oh, they do a lot people. of gluten free now. Like, there's quite a few people here that are gluten free now. So they do they do do that because I heard Mum talking a bunch about it. She had uh, we had some guests over and she said, "Are you GF?" <laughs> they even make it into an acronym. <laughs> it's quite funny. I told Mum she was a uh, hike shaming because she called the walk we went on this morning the wussy walk. <laughs> I know. When I was there, I tried to. It get has to not been rebranded. Because basically, our our dad is like not as mm-hmm. active as he used to be. So when he goes for walks, like he can't obviously go as far. Because we used to go for what, like these massive hikes up mountains for the whole day, eight hours in the yeah. woods walking around. Now I think like an hour yeah. is plenty for him. Especially yeah, it's in the cold really well. brick oh, I mean, here. It's plenty for me, as the know. British would say. Is that what Brits say? Brick? It's really what? Isn't that like cold in, in British? I've, I've <laughs> never heard that. <laughs> I just made that up. What in the world? No, you just shamed yourself Listen, on the pod. There have been um, arguments about the level of my Britishness before. It's it's a contentious topic um, how, what percent of you 100 British would you say I would give you two <laughs> percent yeah but but by birth it's a hundred percent does that not count for something you're the American one you were that born in fair, America actually I was born in England to British I, parents I spoke to, what were we talking about? The Wussy Walk. Um, oh, yeah, anyway, I tried to get them to rebrand it as, like, the Power Walk, but they wouldn't. They just <laughs> called it the Wussy Walk. Um, but I was going to say, speaking of Americans, I talked to an American today, and they they were like, my name's Anna, and I was like, wait, is your name Hannah or Anna? Because we were, like, we were playing tennis, so it was a bit... You know, it was hard to hear. And she was like, it's Anna, like banana. <laughs> and I was like, what? Anana? Oh, my gosh. You are one of those annoying people <laughs> that can't get people's what? names right. 
You just wouldn't know how it is. No, but it was just, I was just like, is it, is it Hannah or Anna? And she was like, it's Anna. Like <laughs> Yeah, but you, you wouldn't know how this is because your name is Sarah. What? No one ever gets your name wrong. Some of yeah, us have been... Easy. Actually, none of the Italians can get really? my name right. That's surprising. Anyway. Yeah, how do you say your name? I, whenever I introduce like myself, I say, or Hi, my name's Kelda, K-E-L-D-A, like Zelda with a K. That is literally how I introduce p- myself to people. Because otherwise, oh, here's, what, here's what happens. I've got a friend called Matil. Here's what happens if I just say, hi, my name's Kelda. Yeah, go. Helga? Kelda. Z- Zel- Zella? No, no, <laughs> Kelda. K- Kelda. All right. Uh, <laughs> Kelly. No, no, Kelda. Okay, Helga. Thank you. It's nice <laughs> to meet you. And then I'll be like, K E L D A, and then they're like, "Oh, yeah," but I don't. It doesn't help people. It really doesn't. Because spelling is is difficult. If you're not expecting someone to spell, it's difficult. So now I think on. Zelda with a K is the best um, method because everyone like used to play Legend of Zelda when they were kids, so like it works out quite well. Yeah. Okay. I found that out later in life, obviously. Did you go into no, the sauna? No, Mama's yet? been trying to get me to go, and I'm just so cold. The thought of it terrifies me. Because, like, you have to. Yeah, but I know, but you have to walk warm. out in the cold, which is fine. And then you have to jump in the lake with ice on it, and then. The walk back is what I'm really afraid of because once you're wet and you've been in the ice water and then you have to walk back through the cold, that's what scares me the most. I guess I'm just a, as mum would say, I'm a wussy. Yes and no. (laughs) (laughs) It is a bit harsh jumping through the ice to get into the water. When I was there, the lake was still free, so you could just, you know, it, it didn't. I mean, it was pretty cold, but it was it was autumn, so it wasn't like icy or anything. Anyway, I was thinking we could play some of the WhatsApp messages you sent me, and then you can they can jog your okay. memory, perhaps. Yeah, um, let's do. Should we try that? Hey, Saz, I am just uh, walking back from the lake. I went on a walk with mom and dad um, on the old gravel right up to the lake. Super cold here right now, and there's a little bit of dusting of snow on the ground. Um, I'm going back to make some spinach soup for everyone to have a dinner. Um, So far, today has been awesome. been uh, just relaxing with mom and dad and the nieces and nephew. I have um, uh-huh. a few questions. First of all, why do you sound so out of breath? <laughs> is this a is this a episode where you just shame me? <laughs> you've yeah. you've really taken mum's uh, stance on shaming and run with it and ran with it. Um, Exactly. Listen, Why the hills there are very breath? steep, okay? 
and the <laughs> the air is very cold as well, so it makes you out of breath. But I had to get back to make this spinach soup as well, you know. So I was question. rushing. But why were you making spinach soup? I've never heard. I mean, I don't think I've ever it was had spinach. spinach soup. Is that no? But we had make? spinach. And it was really lovely. It was like fresh spinach. So I made a spinach and white bean soup, and it was very tasty. We had it with rolls, fresh rolls, and cheese. That does yeah, actually sound very, very good. good. Fresh. Wow. It was. That it was amazing. Delicious. Yeah, it's very unusual to have enough spinach to make a soup. I think that's Me why too, I yeah. spinach soup. Because you need so much. Do you blend it? Do you blend no, it with I, the, well, the way I did it was I just made like the broth and all the seasoning, and then I just added the spinach leaves and the beans, and the obviously the leaves cook down to really small pieces. So you don't really have to chop it up or anything. It was like a brothy. Sounds a bit stringy. No, it's like very fresh, small spinach. <laughs> it's baby spinach. All okay. Right, let's go on yeah, to the next see. one, yeah? <laughs> let's see if I can do it. So I went for a drive with the brothers, um, the younger brothers this morning, and um, it was interesting to see like the surrounding area up here because nothing has really changed at all. All the landmarks are the same. There's like really no new construction or anything. There's no new. I think that's that's funny. I did notice that as well when I was there. There's no new construction. Everything looks the same. They're like slightly more. Yeah, it's wild, isn't it? Is that what like, you would say? It's like a time capsule. Yeah. Up here in the mountains, like nothing's yeah, changed very at all. Strange. I think because we both live in quite growing. Um, Growing areas, areas. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's so weird. Like, where I live... Where I live, you can't, like, drive down the same road a year later without a bunch of new buildings or businesses. Yeah, it's the same here. I mean, I think the issue we have here is businesses open and close so fast because it's, like, an impossible area to do business in. So, like... Most businesses last about a year. So, like, if you imagine every time you walk down the street, there's something new. Um, Obviously, there's lots of new buildings going up, lots of cranes about. But, yeah, up there in the mountains, it's, like, still... It's the same as 12 years ago. I mean, that was 15... It's exactly the same. 15 years ago. All right. Yeah. You want to hear some more? We tried to adopt a cat for mum. We were going to surprise her, but um, it turns out the Humane Society here makes you write an application first and wait to get approved. So, All right, we already talked about that, but I did want to say over here it's it? even stricter. If you want to get a dog, for example, you have to, someone comes to your flat wow. to do an inspection um, and you wouldn't, like we wouldn't, we don't have a garden, so we wouldn't be able to get a dog from a shelter here. Um, they're very, uh, they're very, very strict. If you have a cat and you have a balcony, 
you have to cover the balcony with wow that everything. is wild so you know so it can't get out yeah but it's like weeks process um so yeah i i guess it's one. good because then uh, you know you don't want people just doing it on a whim yeah i guess it's like a protection thing for the animals but it is it is a bit sad because you do you know yeah that is the thing i was thinking of was like when i went into that shelter it's quite like you know small and stinky and there's like all of them are in little cages and i'm like thinking wouldn't you rather have them adopted out like if people come in you'd think like you'd make it easier because otherwise, you know, they, they really need to get to homes as soon as possible. It's not a nice place for them. It's in, yeah, so what happens here, I mean, I, t- I kind of agree with you, but I also yeah, want them of course, to go to good homes. But if someone's going to go to the effort of going to the shelter, I mean, there are sick people, obviously, but I think the majority would be people who really, you know, want Mm -hmm. want to do the right thing and, you know, adopt a a cat or a dog. But I guess they're trying to minimize, like, the the sickos that go there, if that's what we're allowed to do. Yeah, I think so. I think that's Um, the goal. But what happens here is people go to... um, people adopt from Portugal or like that that's where Luna's from she's from Does Portugal she speak Spanish or, or Portuguese Greece or Romania uh Portuguese well no she doesn't speak any <laughs> language she doesn't listen to anything um oh no <laughs> she knows like three words food walk and treat she knows those, those are, are very important words. Um, all right, should we? I'm gonna try the next one because we already heard okay. about the. Yeah. Uh, should we try it? Impressions from last night. Uh, it's so weird. Everything seems about a third as small as it used to when I was younger. Um, all the distances are smaller, the houses are smaller. It's so interesting. And everything's the same in the houses. There's still those little. Um, cubbies where you put your mittens um, with the holes in them and the hinges the one you stuck my hamster's head into (laughs) got her stuck let's talk about that it's well I think you're right because part of the commune's um, kind of raison d'entre I don't know if that's did you just make that up (laughs) like no, I don't know. Oh, um, raison d'être. Like reason to is, be. Uh, yeah, that. <laughs> but I said it in a... Did you now? Accent. <laughs> um, no, I just... Anyway, part of it is like uh, kind of... Min- it's not minimalist. It's more like... what? How would you describe it? They, they wouldn't like do a house refurb and no, make no. it all nice, would they? They would... This- it's very This is what I was thinking, because I was trying to think, like, how to describe it as I was, like, looking around um, this time, and I thought, it's very institutional, if that makes sense. Like, all the, you know, the, everything's incredibly practically made and cheaply. Well, not... They're really good with, like, making stuff to last, but as far as, like, you know 
the um, appliances or something. Like, they're not getting, like, nice, like, aesthetically pleasing ones. It's more about um, just practicality. It's very practical. Same with, like, the bathtubs. Yeah, the rooms are... Oh, yeah, the bathtub. Do they have bathtubs? They do. They do, yeah. yeah. Not in every bathroom, but some of them. Yeah, I don't think you would be able to have a bath. Well, we didn't really have baths. When we were little, we did. We didn't have bath in our house. Not in the house, though. I'm okay with that. Anyway, uh... Not a big fan of baths. Oh, really? Nah, you gotta have a... When you're my height... Um... But I was... Baths are not fun. You just get, like, stuck. You're just all scrunched up in this tiny area. (laughs) You can bend Yeah, but then they're out of the water and they get cold. True, 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 true. I was thinking it was the perfect opportunity when you weren't paying the heating bill to have a bath. I also, like, I get really stressed when I'm in the bath. I'm like... Oh, it's too hot. It's too hot. I have to get out. I have to get out. Really? Get like... Wow. Okay. That's the opposite. I'm like... I'm like no, a monster lo- in there. I don't mind I'm like it a being... frog. They can keep turning the you heat You just up. turn into frog stew at some point. Speaking of the French. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I was going to ask you something. Oh, so like the living room would be what? Like the mm-hmm, chairs, mm-hmm. the table. A Very couch. small couch. Um, with like, you know, just uh, naga hide cushions. Which is this like, what? how would you describe naga hide? Yeah, kind like of. Vinyl. Um, um, and a bookshelf and some counters I think our, our dad has like a comfy chair now it's a luxury that's like a luxury yeah. um counter oh yeah because it's like a kind of a studio so it's mm-hmm. like a mini you have all your dishes and kitchen stuff in there and then the kitchen yeah it's a sh- shared yeah it's share a, a couple families usually share one it's a, like a kitchenette yeah um yeah but I would say the main feature in everyone's living room is a massive table for because like a lot of the gathering is done around the table with food or snacks or um or hot drinks like that's where people gather primarily and they have these tables that are adjustable and you can add loads of leaves into them so you can it's really cool like we had a I think 15 people at dinner the other night. And we easily fit around the table. What in the world? Because they just added all these sections into it to make it bigger. Oh, my word. I'm so glad I wasn't there. 15 people. It's quite fun. Very wild, though. Anyway, uh, okay, so the mitten cupboards are an interesting design. Do you want to Yeah, they're about kind those? of... Um, about five, six feet tall. And it's like tall and thin. And then each cubby has like mm-hmm. a hinged door on it. The hinges go down. 
um, with springs on it um, and like a little hole where you put your finger in to pull it down to put your mittens in. And when we were little kids, I had a hamster and she was the love of my life. Her name was Hammy. And uh, one day I heard a, a ruckus going on and it was Saz and I went to look what was happening and she had tried to post my hamster through the hole in the mitten cupboard and then <laughs> through the perfect sized hole in the mitten but then it couldn't for go forward or said. back so um she just it got stuck it and got she stuck. left it hanging there to go tell someone so <laughs> so it's just there like it's so funny because it's like all anyone remembers about me as a child is this story and it was, it was so a very dramatic. dramatic experience because the poor hamster was just there neck in the mitten cupboard thing so like, sad but we did I, get it this, out. I have this very distinct memory of up. dad putting soap on her neck and then she could pull her head back out yeah it made it slippery. Poor oh, Hammy. She was so distraught. Um, but yeah, that was that's our core memory of Saz as a little kid. Can you try and take a picture, yeah. a sneaky pic of the mitten cupboard? Because I think we, I'm, I'm picturing it exactly as you're saying, but it's very hard. To yeah, I'll take a pic. I'll take a pic. What? It's a good idea. But we had eight kids in our family. No, seven kids in our family. So you can imagine we had, we each had one mitten cupboard for our mittens, hat, scarf, yeah. etc. And uh, that anyway, is when, get, after uh, that, wow, it's just... after Hammy, that is when Saz yeah. became vegan. Because she thought, I will never hurt another no. animal again. It changed her life. <laughs> no, the reason I became vegan was when we were in Vietnam. Well, not really the reason. I just did it as an experiment. But when we were in Vietnam, we ate all sorts. And then by the end of that, I was like, You yeah, ate rats, you said. I can't be doing this. Maybe. Yeah, like, yeah. She ate hamsters. I don't know. Like, it's just... A, yeah, a lot of hamsters. All right, let's see what else you had to say on the first day there. This little um, cubbies where you put your mittens um, with the holes in them and the hinges, the one you stuck my hamster's head into. And oh, you already said that. Okay. I stuck when we were kids. Um, and, yeah, it's so strange. And then... Um, the beds are so hard. It's like sleeping on a board. Could barely sleep, but otherwise quite cozy and comfortable and pleasant. We've had a really nice day today, just chatting with people, seeing old friends, and all right, that's enough. <laughs> no, it gets that. interesting after uh, that. Nice work. Fun. The the saying "Don't bite the hand that feeds you." <laughs> comes to mind when you're complaining listen, about the beds. Listen, did you not find them incredibly hard? Um, 
I don't know. I don't sleep very well when I'm there because I have all sorts of um, associations with the past. Because the beds are hard. Maybe, but it's more like I'm so nervous yeah. about everything. I don't know. I sleep okay except for them being really hard and then the walls are really thin. So as soon as the all the little chickens wake up, it's absolute chaos outside of the door. And that's when you have to get up, and it's 6.15 a.m. Oh, my word. Luckily, I was still a bit jet-lagged. Oh, yeah, that works out well. It was fine, because I was, what, like Mm. five hours ahead or something. But I had been traveling for so long, but still. It worked out okay for me when I was there, but uh, I don't remember them being exceptionally hard. I think they're... Yeah, they're quite small. Or tiny. Like yeah. So thin. So there's always the feeling one's going to fall off onto the floor. I don't think I'd notice much of a difference if that happened. No, it'd probably, probably be softer yeah. than the beds for you. <laughs> All the floors have um, <gasps> vinyl tiles. Oh, my word. Like those really old school ones that no one uses anymore. No, linoleum. well, some are linoleum, but linoleum? some are like vinyl tiles. It's really interesting. Um, and then there's just like hooks everywhere to hang your stuff on. Yeah, it's very practical, so. isn't it? It's like the bare, bare minimum. And then some. But what about what are you guys up to today? Any? Why don't you go to the sauna and make oh, mom's day? Trying to work up my courage. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Also, guys, just because you're keeping me accountable, <laughs> Are they? I have tried to book. I've tried to book Ooh. driving lessons. I've applied for my provisional license. Um, it hasn't arrived, but I've tried twice, two different um, driving like lesson places, and neither Uh-oh. of them have answered. So. And it's not like I'm not, I mean, I would be paying them. So if anyone knows a driving instructor, they have to be manual. I need to drive, learn yeah, to drive manual. Yeah, that sounds so difficult. Um, why is all the, why are all the cars in Europe manual? Well, I've never I understood that. They're so much harder to drive. I don't know. I feel like some people would have an opinion on this, but I, I have zero I do. I think opinion. automatic's so um, much easier. About... And smoother. I don't even know why you drive manual. Yeah. Wait, you drive manual? Most of the cars here are automatic. So you know. Yeah, I've never driven manual. Yeah, I think I need to learn manual if I'm going to be in Europe because I think most of of the cars there are manual. Um, Yeah, so I haven't had my first lesson yet, but I'm sure that will happen soon. Oh, what was I saying? Oh, after. So I've made a friend. Oh, you made a friend. Color me shocked. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Absolutely astounded. We went to the coffee shop. (laughs) Your coffee shop. The coffee shop, and I, I, my coffee shop, which she was like, we have to get a coffee, which was really sweet. And then I, we went there, and I was like, obviously, I'm going to treat you because it's my coffee shop. And then they, they, they were like, okay, it's blah, blah, blah. Like they said the price. And I was like, um, no, it's not. It's zero, the price. 
<laughs> and then that's really weird that? to be honest <laughs> no I think they were I think they were trying to do the right thing like I think they thought like it, I don't know they had yeah, to get yeah. through the till but what I was it's strange what I said to them is I can't pay because I'd literally be paying tax twice. I'd yeah, pay, there's like, zero you know point. I mean? I'd be paying for the coffee, which is like my going in theory that money is going into my bank account. It's it's obviously not. It goes to pay it goes to the business. Anyway. And, um Oh, sorry. But something that reminds yeah, me of yeah. really cringe that I used to do when I like was way younger and didn't know social norms or rules I would like always go to <laughs> wait what I, again. I used to go up to the bartender and say that's free right and they'd be like haha no it's six dollars and I'd be like no it's it's free like give me a wait, free drink what? Give you a free drink. Yeah, I basically like begged for free stuff. Cause I thought it was like cute and funny. Which looking back That is wild. Absolutely horrendous and cringeworthy. I can't believe I used to do that. Oh well, yeah, that's like one of those things that you have to learn, I guess. I guess so. Um They must have hated. No, me. I mean I was I mean that was awkward because obviously I would have love to pay but it wouldn't have made sense in my own coffee shop yeah um yeah but yeah you gotta you gotta pay for the stuff you get or people can treat you if they want should we do a word of wisdom i'm i'm feeling like you might have one this week do you Uh oh i can do one i can make one i've up. got one. Oh, you start i've got one should i start and then you yeah all right well when i was doing my puzzle I was thinking how is this is very much like real life in that often you are you need to do the prep so when I do a puzzle I always get the edge pieces out first do the edge then I um like I always do it by like by color or by you know if there's a building I'll do the building and I pick out all the pieces and then I do it is that how you do puzzles by the way uh, yeah, I do the edge first always, and then it's just kind of random after that. Then sometimes, so I'll, I'll be doing the puzzle and I'll be thinking, uh, I I can't find that piece, but, but it will be right there in front of me. And it's kind of like in life, sometimes <laughs> you just have to take a step back, and then when you come back, that thing that you were looking for is right there in front of you. So basically what I'm trying to say is take little breaks when you're trying to sort something out. Get Do all the prep. So I'm not saying wait and wait. I'm saying do the prep. But if you get stuck, maybe take a little break and then come back to it. And the solution might just come straight to your brain with no effort at all. Um, so that's my puzzle analogy. Oh, I love that. It's quite good, actually. I have a word of wisdom as well. You know what? Uh-uh. Life is go. like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you know, so no, after... that's from a... Forrest Gump. Um, after we talked about Forrest Gump last week, 
um, I had to watch it again, and I downloaded it to watch on the flight with the little one, little chick. I forgot how much, like, heavy petting was in it. <laughs> Has some quite, like, adult themes. Yeah, there's a few parts. Just a couple super... parts. Yeah. So I kind of, like, fast-forwarded through them, and he was like, Mom, why did you skip part of the movie? It's <laughs> like, um, never you oh. mind, boy. Uh, it's quite, I get quite, like, uncomfortable with that kind of thing when I'm watching it with the little chicken. Is it, what is it, like, nudity and stuff, or? Uh, not full on. But, yeah, there, it's just, like, suggestive okay. more. Probably just my like. Yeah, I never remember, and then if I'm watching those movies with. Yeah, yeah, it's just when you watch it with a with a kid, then it's like, oh. Yeah, it's a bit awkward. Look now. But anyway, it was cool for going. him to see that. Um, and then yeah, so actually that was not my word of wisdom. Um, my word of wisdom is sometimes, in order to work through something that has been nagging at you for years and years, a, perhaps like a, a big uh, trauma or memory you have of the past that bothers you over and over again. Sometimes you have to plunge in and immerse yourself if you're ready in not only the pain, but all the good stuff as well from that time. Because there's always a bit of both, right? And then once you get to the other side and you've experienced it as an adult, you'll see. Oh, you know what? As an adult, that's not so bad. I can handle it now. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Only if you're ready, but I think it can be quite healing to do that type of thing if if you feel strong enough. Because sometimes we make things a lot bigger than they are, especially if we experience them as children, which is completely valid because children don't have the tools to deal with that type of thing. But when we make things into monsters... Um, they, they remain mysterious and they hold power over us. And when we reveal them to just be people in costumes instead of monsters, we realize, oh, that doesn't have any power anymore. I can let that go. And it's quite, it's quite a healing thing to do. So that's my word of wisdom. Very... Uh, scattered in general but I hope you understand what I mean I do yeah I think that's um that's great it's a little bit mysterious but I think people can just apply it where they see fit yeah um, that was the point I think but I would we've got a couple questions for next week and if you have more questions send them in send them um, in we love your questions talk to you next week have a lovely week everyone have a lovely week ciao ciao stay warm stay warm people well that's one way to end the pod bye thank you for listening to skin and blister if you have questions or comments 
please email us at skinandblisteredpod at gmail.com.